Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. With everything you need, all in one place, let me explain. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, 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 here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome, everybody, welcome. It's uh, it's Thursday, it's Opsin Floral Carbon Thursday. Opsin USA sponsors the show on Thursdays, so we always talk about Opsin Floral Carbon to start the show off. I'll, we'll go into that in just a second. There's a couple other things going on, though. We uh, Don't forget, gang, send me your photos. Send me your photos of your Dorado, your bluefin, your calico bass, your mackerel, whatever. Send me your photos to your saltwater guide at yahoo.com. Your saltwater guide at yahoo.com. Send me your photos. I will post them. We will tag you. And uh, we will get we will drive some social media towards you. If you send me your pictures and then we're having a contest and whoever gets the most likes and shared for the month of uh, September, we're giving away a thousand U.S. dollars. And Sean Doyle is the only person that's got any likes and shares and sent me some bitching pictures and he's it's skyrocketing his photo. You, but gang, if you send me some bitching photo, you could jump right up in front. Your saltwater guide at yahoo.com. Send me your stuff. We'll get you. We'll tag you. We get millions of views a week across social media. We'll tag you. We'll get you in there. And uh, you'll win $1,000 if you get the most likes and shares on your photo. All right, gang. Also, don't forget that little contest we're running today. Name that fish across all social media. All right, gang, we got lucky that hurricane came and went. Didn't do anything down here in Cabo. It doesn't look like it's uh, it's going to be much worse. I'm just looking at it over here. Well, it's going to be in Cedros Island tonight. It's not doing good. It's dumping a bunch of water up there in the middle of Baja. It's going to be gnarly, and it's supposed to spin right up into Southern California Friday night, Saturday. First hurricane, tropical storm to hit Southern California in uh, 24 years or 25 years. So be careful on the game plans today. I, I put out, we're getting, we put the game plans out already. I suggest not going out on the water this weekend. Way too much unstable air. Super, who knows what could happen. I know it shows a relief in it on set, Sunday afternoon, but a lot of things could happen. So what I would suggest is not going out on the water this weekend. There's just, 
There's no reason, gang. You live in Southern California. We have about 290 bitching days. Why would you go out on one of those 60 poopy days? Do not go this weekend, gang. And oh, yes, the queen died today just a few minutes ago. So sorry, everyone from England. The queen passed away about it. I don't know, 20 minutes ago, Kelly told me. So sorry about that, Queen Elizabeth. But um, yeah, this weekend's going to be kind of scary up in Southern California. No one's seen this much unstable air hit the Southern California coast. So if you think you think you know, well, you don't know. You couldn't even have a half a clue. They're going to have a tournament, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. There's no money involved. They're having a fishing tournament in Southern California. And uh, they're going to have the tournament in this tropical depression. How lame is that? That's pretty lame. But the other thing, Western Outdoor News, they're not lame. They canceled their tournament. They were having the uh, California tuna jackpot on Saturday. They're not having the tournament. They're going to reschedule it. So we were promoting that the last couple weeks, unfortunately. This uh, little tropical depression hurricane's coming into Southern California tomorrow afternoon and Saturday. The one good thing about the whole thing, though, is you're going to get a lot of rain. You should get quite a bit of rain because it's picking up a lot of energy in the central Baja, bringing it right straight up into Southern California, which will be good because there's some big fires. And if you get the kind of rain we had night before last, it would really help out that fire situation. It would help it out tremendously. So let's hope and pray that 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 rain shows up and let's hope and pray that people are smart enough to not go out this weekend. Do not go out. I'm telling you there's, isn't, there isn't a fish on the planet worth going out for. You just don't know. Yeah. They're calling for 25, 30 knots of wind out of the Southeast on tomorrow afternoon and all day Saturday. Really? I'll bet you there'll be places where it blows a lot harder than that. And then there's going to be a 10 foot swell on it also. So just be careful if you think that you have to go fishing, which would be lame. But if you think you have to, be careful. And don't call the Coast Guard to make them come out there and risk their lives because you thought it was a good idea to go out in a tropical depression. My God. But good luck if that's what you decide to do. I can't believe they're actually having a tournament. <laughs> but what do I know? Probably, I don't really know anything. All right, so today's show... I've been talking to quite a few of my friends and clients and buddies and this Dorado thing. We haven't really talked about gaffing these fish. There's been what my good buddy, Mike Thompson used to tell me the owner of Newport landing. I used to be his deckhand and second operator back in the eighties. And he used to describe gaffing a Dorado, like gaffing a piece of string. They suck to gaff. People are getting pissed. And they don't understand why they're having such a hard time gaffing them. Well, gang, those of us that fish every single day for a living, we have a hard time gaffing them. And if you say you don't have a hard time gaffing them, you're a liar. It's like gaffing a piece of string. If they don't turn themselves sideways, if they're straight up and down, it's almost impossible. What we used to use is what we call a barracuda gaff. It's the gaff with the two, with the two hooks on it instead of one single hook and those big hooks that are on your gaff 
They make it almost impossible to gaff it. You want a three-inch hook or you want the double, double hook, barracuda gaff, we call them. It makes it so much easier. But another thing I see, and I have a whole series at my website, Your Saltwater Guide, about how to gaff fish. And I'm watching these videos of people posting all over the internet now with all this Dorado. And I see people taking that gaff and they got the gaff hook pointed up towards the sky. When they go to the water, the hook itself is pointed towards the sky and they're digging in the water and flicking it up in the air. No, never, ever, 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 ever should that gaff hook be pointed up towards the sky. That gaff hook should be pointed down into the water and you should always gaff pulling towards you, never scooping like you're throwing dirt. You want to hold that gaff out and pull towards you when you gaff the fish. Pull it towards you. I have a whole series. Like I said, you can go and you can watch my gaffing series over there. Another thing I see people do that blows my mind and I, all my deckhands can tell you that for the last 40 years, you pick up that gaff and walk around the deck with it in your hand, waiting for the person to get the fish up to the side of the boat. I'm throwing stuff at you. I'm losing my mind. That last second when it's time to gaff the fish, you turn around, grab the gaff out of the gaff holder and gaff it. But if you walk around the minute they hook that fish and you're walking around holding the gaff, you're useless. You can't help in the tangle. Or if you do, you lay the gaff down on the side of the boat on the gunnel. Now you got all kinds of problems where you're going to gaff your friends. You're going to gaff your children. You're going to gaff yourself. That gaff doesn't come out of the gaff holder or the rod holder until the absolute last second when it's time to gaff the fish. You don't walk. The, I see this on the bluefin videos too. Guy hooks a tuna. Guy grabs the gaff. He meet, the line's out a quarter of a mile. And the guy's standing with the gaff. Who you do? Got the gaff. Okay. Don't carry the gaff around. You can't untangle the lines. When there's a tangle or when the fish darts underneath the motors and you got the gaff, you do, oh, I got the gaff. No, put the gaff away. Put the gaff in the rod holders. Don't leave the comment if you tell, oh, I carry the gaff all the time. Well, <laughs> so now you're bragging about doing it wrong. <laughs> That's amazing. Why would you brag about doing something wrong? That cracks me up. But whatever. Okay. At the last second, you turn around, you grab the gaff, you gaff that fish, hand over hand, straight up, drop the fish on the deck, turn around before you do anything, put the gaff back in the holder. I see so many videos where they gaff the fish and then they stand there with the gaff hook on the deck. Now you're in for a whole new set of, I don't know if you've ever been on a boat. But the boat has a tendency to rock. Yeah, I know. Amazing. But it has a tendency to rock. And if it has a sea keeper, it has a tendency to shift a little bit. Not rock, but shift, where you actually take a half a step. If that gaff hook, you're holding the gaff and the hooks are on the deck, or even if you're holding them a foot above the deck, when the boat rocks, someone steps towards it, they're going to put that gaff hook right through their foot. I've seen it more times than I want to admit from deckhands that aren't listening or aren't paying attention or passengers that think they're helping 
Never ever should that gaff hook be below your head unless it's got a, a fish on it. And the moment the fish comes off, that gaff hook goes above your head and then goes over to the gaff holder or the rod holder or however, wherever you're putting it. But to walk around with that gaff hook down below your head, you're just asking for major problems. You're asking for problems like you can't even comprehend. And when I watch these videos of people doing this, I am, I'm having a little mini heart attack over here watching because I can see the scenario which is about to happen. They're about to gaff their friend in the stomach. They're about to put a gaff through someone's foot. They're about to put a gaff into someone's leg. All these things. I know everybody that says, oh, it'll never happen though. Right when they say that'll never happen, five seconds later is when it happens. And, and another scenario I think of is when they set their pliers on the rail of the boat, the gunnel, if you will. When they lay their pliers on the gunnel and they go, oh, I never drop them over the side. Then the boat rocks and they fall in the water and they look at me and go, oh, well, I've never done it except for now. Don't put your pliers on the rail and they can't fall in the water and don't hold your gaff hook down. You cannot... If you hold that gaff hook up in the air until the last second, gaff the fish, flip that fish off the gaff and then put it back in the rod holder, you will not have a problem. But if you do it the other way that I watch in all these videos and I watch, I watch deckhands on sport boats on videos doing it. I'm just like, oh my God, that's so criminal when you have all those tourists and all those people on there and the deckhands walking around with that gaff hook down around his knee. I'm like, what are you, ah, I just want to explode. I'm like, no, you can't do that. You're going to, you're going to hurt an innocent person. If you want to hurt you or your friend on your private boat, that's your own damn business. But man, when you're out with the tourists and you're out on a sport boat and the deckhand is that negligent with the gaff, that is pretty scary for me. And it's those of you that are deckhands or captains that are listening to me, it's super important to make sure that that gaff hook is up above people's heads throughout the trip. There's a lot of people on the boat that are actually taller than you. I saw this scenario once. Gaff the tuna, flick the, the tuna on the deck, held the gaff up right about his head level. The guy next to him, so excited that his buddy caught a fish, he jumped literally jumped in the air to celebrate it. And the gaff hook went right through the guy's shoulder. I know hard to imagine, but think about it. It happens. That's why that gaff hook goes up in the air above your head. Always never down here, never down on the deck, never down knee level. You gaff the fish, ungaff it, gaff hook up in the air, way above your head, going to the gaff holder, getting it out of your hands. Too many bad things happen when it's in your hands. That's why I won't let my crew carry a gaff around when we're hooked up. They get to grab the gaff at the last second because they got to move. Plus, people run into you. You fall. The boat shifts. It rocks. Another boat drives by you. You're holding this gaff. It's a giant weapon. Everything I share with you matters. And the reason why I share these scenarios with you is because I've seen every one of the bad things happen. I don't want these bad things to happen to you. That's why I share all the stuff I share. That's why I share all those how to tie up the boat video. But the funniest thing for me is people actually think I don't know what I'm talking about. Gang, 
My family has been in this industry since 1947. All right. My family owns nine sport fishing boats in Dana Point Harbor. I've been in the industry my whole life since I was three years old. I've been on boats. We know how to tie them up. We know how to untie them. We know how to drop the anchor. We know how to set the anchor. We know how to gap fish. We know how to fillet fish. It is absolutely ridiculous day in and day out. I Believe me, it helps me, all these comments. But it just blows my mind how many people think I'm making all these videos every day and I don't know what I'm talking about. It's pretty funny. It's pretty comical. We get a big kick out of it, but I'm just telling you, everything I'm telling you, I've seen happen more than once. And this gaff thing has been a hot button and I kind of forgot about it. And then I got it brought up again this morning by another friend who's a client. The gaff hook, you gaff the fish, comes over the rail, gaff hook back up in the air above your head. Not head level, not neck level. I'm six foot tall. So if it gets above my head, there's a pretty good chance unless Les Wilt Chamberlain or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or or uh, Dennis Rodman are out fishing with me, there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to gaff someone in the head. And if I do have one of those guys on the boat, then we're going to hold it up a little bit higher. We might even give it to Kareem to hold. That way we don't gaff anybody in the head. Gaff hook up in the air always. Grab the gaff at the last second. Gaff your fish. Get it on the boat. Gaff hook back up in the air. Be very, very careful when you're gaffing fish. And don't beat yourself up so much when you're trying to gaff a Dorado with those giant six-inch or eight-inch flipping hooks that you're used to gaffing the bluefin with. Get a gaff with a smaller hook. It's going to change everything you can say about gaffing fish. Isn't that amazing? I don't know how to gaff a fish. I don't know how to do anything. It's just absolutely amazing. I'm just trying to help you. If you don't get it from watching me right here, go to my website, YourSaltWaterGuide.com. And it shows the gaffing and it shows us doing it and it shows the fish coming over the rail and it shows all the stuff I'm talking about and how important it is. Gang, pay, pay attention. Yeah, I'll be at the War Heroes on Water. Oh, that's a good one. Gang, if anybody here has got a boat 40 feet or bigger that can carry a couple of vets, and go fishing. We need a couple more boats for the War Heroes on Water at the 20th of this month. Go to War Heroes on Water right here. There it is on my hat. War Heroes on Water. Donate to the War Heroes on Water. Be it the parade in Newport Beach. It's a life-changing event. It'll make it'll change your life. Plus, donate. All the money goes to the War Heroes, gang. All the money goes to the War Heroes. There's not a lot of people that that collect money for the war heroes that can say all the money goes to them, but all the money goes to the war heroes. This is a great event. It's so much fun to be a part of. I've gotten to be a part of it for the last four years. And this is year number five. We're taking 125 vets fishing on some really nice yachts and we need a few more yachts. So if you have a boat, send me an email at yoursaltwaterguide.com. I'll forward it off to Rod. If you got a boat and you want to be involved in this, but it has to be, it has to be 40 feet or greater. It's got to be able to sleep a couple of war heroes. You need probably need a water maker because you're going to be out for three days with these guys. So you got to be able to hold enough food for everybody. You got to be able to have sleeping quarters. Think of all that. We don't 
we appreciate everybody that wants to be involved. But when you're thinking about the boat that's going to be involved in the War Heroes, make sure that it's big enough to carry the guys. Okay, you can check me out at YourSaltWaterGuide.com, Your Saltwater Guide on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Apple Podcast. I'm on there now, Your Saltwater Guide. You can listen to me in your car when you're cruising. And I'm also on Spotify, Your Saltwater Guide. We're on every kind of social media you could possibly imagine. Check me out, follow me, help me out. Go to Apple Podcasts or go to Spotify. Subscribe to my channel and uh, listen to us. I'm all over the place. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing as long as we keep getting the millions of views we get a month. Thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate everybody. I wouldn't do the shows if it wasn't for all of you being on here. Be safe. Don't go fishing this weekend. I don't care if your sister's mother's aunt's cousins having a tournament. That's ridiculous. If they had any brains, they would not have the tournament, but I can't stop that. But be careful out there. If you have a burning desire to go out on the water, don't call the Coast Guard when you're having a major, because you decided that today was the day you didn't want to be in this world anymore. Be careful out there. Don't go fishing this weekend. Tune in tomorrow. We'll have another good show for you. Thank you very much. Oh, where do you get your gaffes? Promarahi.com. You can get gaffes at Promarahi. They got that three-inch hook that's perfect for gaffing those uh, Dorado. Perfect for gaffing those pieces of string. Also, there's plenty of other people selling gaffes. All right. Thank you for joining us. See ya.